You're allowed to freestyle if you want to. Uh, you take it if you want to. Uh, I ain't feeling it yet, but I, it will. <laughs> I keep playing it, though. There you go. This is a Rod Simba beat. Rod Simba is one of the amazing listeners of this podcast. He's also the music producer. And over the years, he's just sent us music. Because that's is, what we fucking do this here, This is bro. funky. This is, uh, well, I'm a Pete Rock, Illa J. You know what? I've never played this song for Westbrook and Griff didn't hear it. Nick, can you play Warren Sharp's intro music, please? This is the, the show we do. Listen to this beat drop. Give me some Jay Dilla, man. Wait for it. Westbrook's eyes were all kind of focused. Good. It's good stuff. Hey, this one's riding a, a little it's bit. A, it's a gambling podcast. So you get the money flips. Rod Simba and the regulators, they don't fuck around. This that one's gone. That one's dropping. They just go in the booth and they make some music and they go, Lefko, do you like this? And they go, fuck yes, I like this a lot. <laughs> uh the other voice that we have with Westbrook today is truly a guy that like I grew up with, and he's the fucking man. Robert Griffith, safety, three teams. I always knew you as the Vikings, but you know you're a good player when other teams are like, We're gonna need you to come in and provide some structure. Browns, Cardinals <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh two four. Um, we have mutual friends in common, and I said, come on, we're not going to talk that much football, we're going to have a good fucking time, and you said yes, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's good to be here. We had a uh, great talk last night, a lot of energy. A little crown royal. Yeah. No, My no, nephew okay. performed, uh, Jonte Austin. Holy crap. Man, he's got a new album out, too. It's so, slamming. So you know how like you can meet people from Atlanta, and right. you're like, this guy has seven Grammys. And you're like, wait, who are you? And you're like, you know your favorite Mariah Carey song? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He wrote it. He wrote it. That's his nephew. Wow. Yeah. And like, and yeah, that's, he's, a, he's that's special, the funny man. thing about Atlanta, because like with Atlanta, there's so many people riding around in nice cars. And you're like, what? who are you? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they make all the beats of music that we listen to. Griffith walked in the Damn. studio, and one of the first Thank thing you. he said was Reese's Puffs. And yes. you guys almost started arguing. He does not like chocolate and peanut butter. Huh? It's not. They don't go together, in my opinion. In most most sane Americans' opinion, chocolate and peanut butter do not go together. However, we've had some crazier <laughs> wait, wait, people wait. Back, back up, back up, on, back up. on, on the <laughs> show that, that feel who like said, they go together. Who said chocolate and peanut butter don't go together? Just the sane Americans. The, the, the people with, with sense, <laughs> brains, I'm and good taste. Okay, so just because I like data, mm-hmm. right? Reese's Cups is number one that got handed out for I, Halloween. I, I, I just want to right? let you know that there number are a one lot of mis, misjudged Americans. Some people <laughs> that just don't point nine percent of the <laughs> country. Made, it's disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing. Man, chocolate and peanut butter is. Do you like, do you really like them together? Really? Like, or would you have rather have them? It's separated? like Jesus in heaven. Mm. <laughs> is it peanut butter and jelly? The other. Chocolate and peanut his, butter. Yeah, they don't go together. Come on, man. Right, and, so, and, and they put this dumb box behind you. Where is that? All the time, just to yeah, Reese's just box. to piss me off. Yeah, there's the box, everybody. Oh, so Robert Griffith's <laughs> getting very millennial. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I am getting All millennial. Right, so me and Ingbert, uh, our producer, came out with a list of food combinations. Oh, wow. And it's so funny that we started here because I'd like to know on a scale of hate it okay. or love it, there is no in between. I don't need a number. And and because Perfect. I can tell that Griff is sensible like me, we're going to react to Bad yours. taste buds. Okay. Chocolate and mint. Never. Hate it. What do you think? Wow. Chocolate and mint? Are you man, serious? chocolate is good with a lot of stuff, man. Not mint, you though. You never, never had a peppermint patty? I think we're I have, and they're just terrible. Just doesn't like chocolate. Okay. Chocolate, I love chocolate, but they, listen, I'm going to It's, it's okay. It's not peanut butter and chocolate. Agreed. I like Agreed. these Agreed. things okay. separate. I like mint, and I like chocolate. I, putting them together is foolish. 
Uh, tomato soup and grilled cheese. Tomato soup should never be eaten, period. I'm not but, a big tomato soup guy, but with I grilled can, cheese, I can you see the they exception. go together. I'm going to surprise you. I, see that. Eat, I, feel like I hate I hate grilled cheese. cheese. Eating, man. Yeah. I hate grilled cheese. Hate All right. It. What oh, about okay. what about um, dipping French fries into a chocolate shake? What? Like into a <laughs> nobody. Wendy's there's frosting. nobody that does that. I do it. No, no way. I'm a, I would like to. I'm gonna be a all, hell no on that one too. Wow. Hot food like doesn't go into cold drinks. People in America, you're wrong. If you uh, go to Wendy's and yeah. you get a frosty mm-hmm. and you dip a fry in there, legendary, terrible. Buffalo wing and blue cheese. Blue cheese does not go with wings. Oh it's ranch God. dressing. Right, I'm with Buffalo you on wings. ranch. Okay, Buffalo wings. Brothers, believe, brothers, we don't do the blue cheese. I was going to say that yeah. blue cheese is a racial. We like thing. we yes, like ranch, is. man. We, we just like ranch. just like I think the the greatest thing that uh, people of color do is when they see each other, they say, "Just trying to be like you." Be like White you, people bro. don't do that. <laughs> no. White people be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like I can see that you're not doing. How's well. it going? How's yeah. it going, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. Okay, okay. Bagels with cream cheese and lox. Bagels only have butter on them, not cream cheese. Uh, and, and you know see, the problem that, that, in New York. Dude, you have so many People rules. in New York, I, they take the bagels and they just put cream it's cheese. It's called a schmear. It's just too much. Way too much. I'm, I'm, bagels I'm don't okay deserve with cream the cream cheese. cheese, but the lox, uh, I, I don't even know. What, what is lox? Yeah. What is that? Lox is a salted fish. So oh, it's like salmon. Oh and it, Come on. And it's, a, it's a Jewish thing. Who's doing that? You're doing yeah, that? A Jewish thing. Yes. Yeah, but I would say I had a bagel with butter on Sunday. fish. Yeah. I will that not. That is the I nastiest fish in the, the world. What kind of fish? Kafilta fish. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Do you know? Can, do you know what kafilta fish is? I, have no I know a lot of Jewish stuff, by the way. Really? Really? Yeah. I just had my first seder the um, last year. <laughs> Ridgey. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother Oprah man. That sounds great. <laughs> I love that. I had a bagel with butter this weekend, though. I felt yeah. Like they a felt good about it, right? Um, water with lemon. Yeah, I'll do it, yeah. but that's like, eh. nah, it's not mandatory. Gotcha, whatever. gotcha. Pancakes and syrup. Yes. Yes, everybody okay. loves that. Okay. With butter first, though. Okay. Yes, Please. we start with the butter. Um, And I'll do I'll do one. Do you like chips and salsa? I love chips and salsa. One of my favorite snacks. The nacho is one of my favorite snacks. Are you snacks. a guacamole fan? <laughs> he said, I, the, nacho. the nacho. The nacho. Singular. He also the nacho will, he'll is also go, one Adam, of my favorite snacks. He'll go, Adam, you owe me a money. Yes. <laughs> he owes me a lot of monies. I do not owe you <laughs> any of the monies. No. Uh, guac guac is a no-go for me. What? The texture, See, too creamy. I'm Mexican, man. I grew up in San Diego. Yeah. It's chips and guacamole. No. Salsa. Sorry. I'm not even going to go into other stuff. You, you don't yeah, but explain about it. Salsa is not guac. It's cream. I don't like the creamy. T- I don't, I mean, you're, you're chewing. You're, you're biting into it. It's no good. No good. It's, it's, you're so it's, disturbed. You might be the you first dude even... I've ever known that just. Yeah. No he guac. He doesn't no like guac? chips and guac. No. He doesn't like peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. And hey. he doesn't dip French fries a, into chocolate I'm shake. a disciplined man. Principled and disciplined. I like my food in, in I don't groups. think you're enjoying life well enough. I'm not living life? Is that yeah. what you're saying? There's better. I feel like I'm missing missing out on some stuff. I think what we're gonna do next week is <laughs> I feel, I feel good about it. We're gonna do some blindfold taste tests. <laughs> no, we're not. That's what we're not gonna do. <laughs> That's the last thing that we would not be doing. Uh, Griff, I was I was looking on this incredible database um, called Wikipedia. Um, you were teammates with Marshall Falk. In college, oh yes. Ooh. So when you, so Westbrook was this dude in college where he ran everything himself. He was like the all-time yards leader. Mm-hmm. When you're on one side of the ball. And Marshall Fox on the other side of the ball. Is your college experience like let's high five each other as we switch and just kick these teams' asses? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I love Marshall. It, Mar- Marshall was that guy, man. So I, a little bit backstory. I hosted him when he came on his visit. Of course you did. Yeah, you know I'm a San Diego. Yeah, um, I'm 100. I got every recruit that ever came on a visit with That's me. Awesome. By the way, um, <laughs> and so Marshall came in. He came in on a Saturday. 
And uh, he was, you know, Marshall went to an all-black high school. So when he came to San Diego, it was just a big, sure. oh Culture man, it's shot. like, yeah, he got dropped on Mars, man. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went to go hang out with all my multicultural friends. <laughs> uh, and he was just amazed that we were all interacting that way. You know, it was just, it was, it, it was a mind blow for him. Anyway, that was Saturday. Sunday, my, my mom's from uh, Mississippi. She made him some Southern food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fell asleep on the couch in my mom's house, and he woke up and was like, I'm coming. Wow. Wow. Yes. He got the itis and said, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> That's awesome. Just like that. And, and do you, uh, like, when you recruit, do you, like, hit up the coach while he's taking a nap and being like, we got him. Got him. No, no. He no, ate mama's food. No, the greens him. knocked him out. Him. I, you know, no. But uh, <laughs> it was a big thing for us to get him, uh, you know. They, they put how, how good was he in college? Because we all see the NFL stuff. And I, and I saw a lot of his high school and, and college film. But it, I mean, he was special. Special in the league. Uh, I don't know about all the stats, but I know my senior year, Marshall, we played SC. We tied them. He ran for 299. Wow. Then we went to BYU. I think he ran for 300. Mm -hmm. Then we had UCLA. And I think he ran for two-something. Yes. He had like seven, 800 yards in three mm -hmm. games, man. That's uh, and we knew right away when he, uh, I think the first play, I, I remember him catching a screen, being surrounded by, you know, a lot of three or four guys, him catching it with one hand, shaky, shaky, uh -huh. spin move, 90. How, did, like, how did he oh, end up guy. there, though? Was he hurt or something? No, uh, you know, a lot of colleges like Miami, I don't know, he had offers everywhere. They oh, wanted so him to play defense. Oh, okay. And so okay. he knew that he was going to, yeah. we had a senior running back. TC he had right. a chance to play. Yeah. So, Those are always the stories yeah. that you look back and you're like, you wanted him to play that. Right. Like exactly. I remember when Randall Cobb went to Kentucky, he's from Tennessee. And the reason was Tennessee was like, you're going to play uh, running back in Kentucky. He's like, <clears throat> we'll let you play quarterback. And like, just get the kid in the door. Uh -huh. Wait, so you were an all pro in 2007, Westbrook. Yeah. You were an all pro 98, 99. How different is it to an NFL player of an all pro versus a pro bowl? Like, is that, does it mean a lot more to you guys too? It means a lot more to me. Most definitely. It does. Speak on it yeah, first? it does. Well, it does because yeah. all pro is, there's one all pro team. Right. So it's basically one from every position. It's kind of the best of, it's weird because here's the other thing. You can make an all pro team without being the first team pro bowler, which is kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, but yeah. It's a lot. It, it happens all the time, but it's the best of the best at your position, which is, you know, much more significant mm. at that time. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. So Pro Bowl is more, uh, you know, you can be popular. You That's can be right. on a good defense and get on a lot of teams like I know a lot of people have. Uh, but the All-Pro is one team. So if you're first team All-Pro, you That's are it. the guy. When you become an All-Pro, right? what is the offseason after becoming an All-Pro like? Uh, because now everyone's like, you're a, you're a top two safety in the NFL. Mm -hmm, right. You're a top two running back. How do you keep that motivation kind of going when you get crowned in a way? Uh, it was more motivation for me. I mean, I, it was just more validation uh, that I knew I was doing the right things. Um, I'm busting tail on the field. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, more importantly, that the coaches saw it. You know, the other teams right. had to, you know, I always ask guys, and I don't know if you've done this before, but uh, doing, when I played, it was almost like, do they have my jersey on at practice? Mm. <laughs> if they got, you know, like, is there a forget all the, the other team stuff. that is specifically me? Forget the dances. Right. Forget the popularity. Do they have my damn jersey on <laughs> on the other side yeah. at practice? And if they do, then you're the guy. You walk up and they go, 
24. Like they yeah. feel the need to point you out Man, pre-snap. I, I would call former teammates, Randall Cunningham, guys like that. Be like, hey, Griff, they got your jersey on, man. Hey. Like, <laughs> they worried about you. They, awesome. They're yeah, game planning for you. You, you, better know, you better know where I'm jerseys. at. Yeah. Or you got to call the strength. You got to do something. You got to know right. where I'm at. I'm, I'm a part of this game. And I'm that, that problem. Means, yeah, that means a lot to me. Hit somebody in the mouth. Yeah. That's what you used to do, hit people in the mouth. I try my best. Yeah. You uh, you were on the Vikings for a long time. Do you still feel yourself rooting for the Vikings? Is that most definitely? Yeah, it, you know they gave me my start. Um, you know I was undrafted. You know rest in peace, Dennis Green. And uh, uh, but definitely I played eight years there. Cleveland was kind of like a blur. Mm. Um, we weren't that good the last two years, and then Arizona was just on my way out. You, you know? were in Minnesota yeah. with uh, Robert Griffin too, right? No, I'm the Griffith. No, no, Robert, Robert Smith. Smith. Robert Smith. Yeah, Robert yeah, Smith. Yeah, Robert yeah, Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved oh, yeah. him too. Though. Oh, that career. Robert he was Smith so was a quick. mess. He was a beast. Man. And he was fast. Yes. He was much faster than a lot of people thought. He made a lot of people miss. It was that, a true track. He was guy. a good player. That's one of the great what ifs. Because it was it was Chris Carter and Randy yes. and Randall and it was like clicking. And uh-huh. then you had you had Robert. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, this is the yeah. new, the new Dallas Cowboys trio. It was a quattro. Yeah. Well, you, you guys and he were, took and, and then he more went, screens to the crib, man. Uh, what you guys, 15 and 1? Yeah, was it 99, something like that? 98. Had it right yeah, there. I don't want to talk about we it. Lo- yeah, we lost that uh, game Tampa Bay by four. That's right. That's down right. there. I remember Gary that. Brooks got a pick at the end. That was yeah. such an underrated rivalry was Vikings-Bucks. Oh, that, that was, was big time. Big time. Oh, man. Yeah. Tony Dungy was there. Oh, Shit. man. Dennis Green. Yeah. Like, do you have a story that kind of shows why he's so beloved? Because, like, people talk about him now, and they just shake their head, and they go, great man. Like, was there, as a coach, was there a story that you're like, that's Denny Green? Uh, you know, he was a true embodiment of what's going on at home is more important than what's going on in this building. So valuable. Yeah. And it's like, I got to get a guy to play hard for me, so I got to make sure he's good off the field. That was kind of like the underlying factor that handled all of his decisions. Um but uh, Denny was just, uh, you know, he was a ball. He was a player. Right. Like he was, an, you know, uh, all-conference running back at Iowa, right, in the 70s, right? So, and then he was around all these guys. So what people don't realize, and I'll go through a little bit of chronology yeah, for Denny, he was, uh, you know, this is after his time at Stanford. He had three stints at Stanford, running backs coach, offensive coordinator, then head coach. Right. But when he, in between that, he was Jerry Rice's rookie wide receiver coach. I mean, Jerry is Jerry because he got that nice really? you know, blueprint from Denny, yes. I've never heard that mentioned before. Yeah, he was. When Jerry talks about his when, process, you hear about the hills, you hear about catching bricks. Go look at the history. I will. No, I'm definitely Denny Green going to. is his rookie wide receiver coach. He set the tone. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. wow. And so it's just stuff like that you wouldn't know. And then... And then uh, if he comes to coach you and you're like, that's the guy that taught you. Right, right, yeah, right, right. You're, you're exactly. legitimized. Right. And then his tree, I think his tree is tremendous. Um, a lot of people don't talk about it. There's a lot of rings under that tree. Tony Dungy, Brian Billick, mm-hmm. um, Jack Del Rio. Sure. Right, was my middle linebacker when I got to the Vikings. Uh, you know, just guys like that, man. Chris Dolman. You know I mean? Oh, man. We, we start talking about the legends of the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a lot of them that came through Minnesota. Do you think this Vikings team can make a run? Yes, um, I mm. you know it's all on cousin shoulders. Mm. That's, that's the answer. That's the problem. That that's what I'm saying. Westbrook like, secretly they gotta, likes no, don't, Kirk. Don't get me wrong. I do like Kirk Cousins. I like him. He's a great game. guy. But great guys don't win Super Bowls. Right. You have to make that throw at on third and eight in the playoffs. 
they do have a great team, though. I think their defense is going to play a lot better. What's too. his record in like prime time game? Like the big not games, what's it, he, he does not the biggest games. He doesn't perform. Yeah, right? that's that, a problem. Like that's what I was thinking when I was watching the game Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's Minnesota. They're hanging around. We can put a lot on the missed extra point, which yeah. put them in, in that weird situation. But when they needed a drive, they punted it twice. Yeah, and. Running backs can get bottled up in the playoffs. You know, like, if I only have to worry about Thielen and Diggs, I think that Smith kid yeah, tight so, end could turn into something. I well, really do. Well, I think they have enough pieces. So now you have two tight ends that can actually right. get open and run. Yep. And Smith is incredible. And you can uh, he's run, a great right runner. You can run some 12. Yeah. Right. Well, we— They yeah. do that a lot. With yeah, exactly. And a tight end. Yeah, yeah you got to go I mean, two, fullback. By, two by two. So now you can't double. And if you do double, once somebody's open. Yeah. Right? You can't double everybody, yeah. right? So I would, and then you have the ability to max protect two man routes. Yeah. You can run the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it's the best, their best personnel group that just, they should go out on the field with. It's just going to come down to And him Dalvin Cook is a guy. Dalvin Cook is a guy. He's a dude. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, I, I anyway. He catches the ball good out of the backfield, explosive, think, fast. Yeah. He can do it all. I think they have enough. Um, the offensive line uh, yeah. can be a little, they, they, you know, a little spotty at times. Mm, they got to play a lot better down the stretch to win it. Because I look at that's why I was saying that the Vikings and the Seahawks remind me of them of each other, where they they each have flaws, but the difference is is Russell can make up for all the flaws. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you have a Russell or a Deshaun or a Lamar, mm-hmm. it can mask a lot like of the problems. Lamar, on your, man. Oh. Everybody, I mean, you, so you got to love him. I picked the Ravens to win the AFC uh, preseason, and he made fun of me for a few weeks. Nobody knew I, that he was going to play like this. Thank you. I, I did. Nobody knew that. I did. This was a wild it's, guess. It's, 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 it's kind of hard to know that he's going to play like so that, my, though. It's definitely revisionist history, but I will say that when you watch the offseason go and you listen to these coaches, they were talking about Lamar in, like, they discovered gold. Like, every quote from Harbaugh in the offseason was, we were not expecting him to do this. We were not expecting right. him to throw it like this. Mm-hmm. Former players... And you know, of all the former players, the Ravens are probably the hardest critics because it's a lot of you guys, mm-hmm. like Miami guys. Mm-hmm. And those guys never want to give credit to the new guys. <laughs> and they were like, this Lamar kid looks different. I don't think we knew that they were going to have such a great plan, that they were going to keep three or four tight ends and two or three running backs mm-hmm. and create this beautiful system that like shape shifts. Yeah. That's what's been And Ingram is not done. Do not trip. That dude's a hard tackle, man. Hard ass. Yeah, he better figure Ooh, out. Hold on. He's a hard, hard tackle. Hold on to the football. But yeah, now nah, he runs yeah. like a man, though. Mm-hmm. Runs like a man. All right, mm-hmm. so you're here on a Wednesday, which means we're going to the cup. Uh oh. What's the cup? The cup is weird, random questions oh, that are shit, typically man. not football related, but you need to say into a weird voice. So I'm going to let you reach in, and I want you to do your best voice. newscaster voice as you read it. My newscaster voice. Yes. Pretend you're doing Ron like Jeremy. local. Ooh, Roger, what? Oh, I don't know about that newscast. I don't want to watch that broadcast at all. Oh, you're That's thinking you're thinking of up. Ron Burgundy. Uh, Burgundy. Burgundy. I said Jeremy. Right, That's funny. That would have been weird. <laughs> hey, all right. Like a show right Ooh, now. nice. All right. You have to do it out loud, though. You can't. Come on, <laughs> man. I don't even know what and it this is. is. And this is a what newscaster? Newscaster. Voice? <clears throat> See if I can get uh, Anderson Cooper here. Nice. <laughs> How many Bleacher Report employees would it take to keep Lamar Jackson and a full offensive line from picking up 10-plus yards? Perfect. Mm. And we were just talking about Lamar, so that was completely yeah. random. All right, so how many—just 
<laughs> random tech people in this office would you need to put on the field to stop Lamar from picking up 10 yards with I'm, a full offensive line? Whoa. From this office? Yes. 30 like, people. I think it's minimum. Have you have it you seen? The, I mean, listen, the guys downstairs, the girls downstairs, they do a great job of what they do, but it ain't. It ain't they don't seem like the most athletic bunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll say that. Just because well, they're, 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 hey. they're cool. I don't want to say geeky, but they're cool, so smart yep. people. They're great people. Yep. They do a great job on the computer. Yes. But get on that football field and hey, tackle somebody. Get, tackling someone that nobody in the NFL currently right, how about can this? tackle. How about this? Lamar Jackson with no offensive line. Probably, I would say probably 10, 11 of them. I think that you guys are nuts. I think no, it's like, like 70. No way. Lamar Jackson would make 10 employees in this company fall on yeah. their face. Well, no. I'll tell you why. The athletes here are questionable. I saw the little deal you guys did with catching the punts. Yeah, but and I'm not every person here. Yeah, are you going to make fun of my athleticism? Well, yeah, you look terrible. I mean, you look terrible trying <laughs> to catch the punts. Punt. is not what you it's think not. it is. Well, well, it, I caught the you can, you can do that without looking unathletic, and you look bad. <laughs> you look un, very un, 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 hey, athletic. I wasn't there. People say that I'm a surprising athlete. They put a caption on there that says, an Adam Lefku that never has played organized football. That's true. And it looked like that. But I, I understand You angles. never have? Never. Angles. <laughs> no basketball? No, no. Oh, no. Basketball, okay. for sure. Angles. No, but organized What angles football. are you talking about? Oh, you about? never what put on a helmet. You so you've about? never put on a helmet and <laughs> I like, had it in people. Angles. No. Does never that, had does a that jersey change your opinion on? Never, ha- never had a jersey on, man? Yeah, because you look like a tight end. That's why. Oh, I'm built. I'm like, here's the thing. Here's the thing that's so troubling. <laughs> I have really good TV. hands. I have really good hands. <laughs> and I'm really good in a huddle. What? Yeah, like if we're going out there, How do you, like, know you that? got this. Yeah, yeah. You're a Nailed good cheerleader. That's he right. said he has good hands. Yeah, I, don't, I do have said he dropped a bunch of punts. He likes man. to use his hands. Tell him about the Muhammad Sanu one. Which one? Muhammad Sanu threw the ball 56 miles an hour. Uh, and I yeah. caught it. I'm good hands. Accidentally. Shut the fuck. It was an accidentally <laughs> catch. What voice should Brian Westbrook have to do for this one, Robert Griffin? Um, we need a sultry, bubbly love sponge type of DJ voice. Late Ooh. night DJ voice. Late night DJ. That's a good one. All right, ladies. <laughs> this is what you've been looking for oh, all night it. long. <laughs> it's your boy B West on the mic. Hey, WJJZ. Yeah. If you want my number, call me at three four seven. No, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> if someone handed you a sealed envelope and inside was a date of your death, would you bother to open it or not? Mm. Thank you, ladies. Hey. So you're handed a sealed envelope. Wow, the that's, a, that's a serious it question. It tell though. you the day you die. Come on, Inver. Where'd you open Where does that come from? That's a serious one there. I know. Take a second. Well, well first of all, you got to figure out, do you want to know when you die? Because if you do, yeah, why we then you want to be able to say, okay, I need to get a lot in in this time. 20 years from this date, I'm going to die. I got 20 years to rock out. But my thing is, is that. Why don't if, you think like that anyway? Great, well, great we should. point, philosophical we person. I, well, here's the thing. Because we're always planning for tomorrow. That's why. Let's let's yeah. think about how learning the date of your death impacts the way you live. Mm-hmm. I have said many times, it's this phrase of Morfati, which is live as though you're going to die. Like, no, like, no, like, love your death. Yeah. That way you can live life more. But let's say you find out you're going to die in 30 years. Yeah. Does it, does it make you coast? Because you know you have time. What if you find out you're going to die in 30 days? I, I think those 30 years will go by faster if you knew. Faster. If I knew I was going to die in 30 days, it was going to be a hell of a 30 days. 
Oh yeah. That to field. me, I'd only want to open it if I was going to find out that I was going to die very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I found out I was going to die in forty years, I'm like okay, as I expected, <laughs> no worries. But then yeah, what would suck years. is like, let's say it says you're going to die on <clears throat> April fifteenth. Every April fifteenth, now you're like, I'm going to die. Twenty nine more. Twenty nine. I was right? watching something. They were like, "Yeah, I got uh, thirty summers left." Okay, I got twenty nine yeah, yeah, summers. Yeah, I was yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's real. Yeah, well, because when there was, was a comedian that was, was talking about Mountain yeah. Summers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dion Cole. Dion Cole. That's yes. right. That's, that, that's, that's kind of that's scary if you start to start to thinking that way, though. Yeah, that's we got life, twenty nine more of these. E. I don't like that. What now? Here's yeah. the deal. I wouldn't you, open it. Now. I wouldn't open it. If you don't open it, are you now living your life kind of being like, I don't know when I'm going to die. But then again, we don't know where we do that now. We do that now. All right. You were, you seem more philosophical about this. How would you approach it? Uh, I think I would open it, man. And you're hoping for a far away death. What you don't want is open. Yeah, but I mean, whatever, if it's the truth, right? (laughs) God puts this in the envelope, right? You know, what's weird though. It's, I would open it. It it. won't say what time. What what, what do you mean? Well, so let's say it says you're going to die in a certain date and then that date comes and you wake up. Oh, you just don't know. And you're like, you're like, what year you mean? Or, or you don't know how you You just know that that's your death day, bro. You don't know what year. No, 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 you know oh. the year, but like, let's say the Today's year the arrives okay. and you wake up and you look at like somebody and you go, I'm going to die today, but you don't know how, you don't oh, know man. when. That's wild. This is a yeah, deep conversation. Yeah. Okay. What voice should I do? We'll change it up. Um, I got a couple of them here from a couple of viewers. Uh, <laughs> are you laughing? This is true. Did you tweet this out? Yeah. Okay. They have one. Ron Burgundy. Have we done him yet? Well, he just did newscaster. Okay. Kenny Powers. I don't really get, do understand him though. What do you mean you don't do, understand? Do it and then I'll imitate you doing Kenny Powers. Do Ricky Bobby. You know Ricky Bobby. Not first or last. Okay. Let's go. Okay. All right, guys. If you're a coach and your team was losing at halftime, let me try that again. You're a coach. Team losing at halftime, you don't finish first <laughs> or last. But no one on your team has ever seen any movies. What is his accent? What is this from? Country. Four star racing. <laughs> so your coach, you're losing at halftime, and no one on your team has ever seen a movie in their life. What sports movie speech are you stealing to inspire your team? Ooh, so good. you could take any speech from any movie, and they'll think it's coming from you. He said they're live. They're live. L I F. Live. What's Remember the, movie? the Titans? Okay. Okay, so wait. Okay. What's how, another one, man? How did the Come Remember on, the let's Titans? Get to, so uh, the first one that I went to was uh, Al Miracle. Oh, Al Pacino yeah, in, uh, with, with every with inch. Jamie, yeah, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. It was any given Sunday. Yeah, any given Sunday. It's about them inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, the the hockey one miracle where he's like, it's not the name on the front, but the name on the back. No, not the name on the back, not the name on the right, front. Right. Yeah. Remember, Danzel had to have a good line. I think this might the be the worst assemblance of people to quote movies. Yeah, we're maybe ever. We, I, we you know, remember. I'm not good. Yeah. You, safety, you, you, get, you get me safety going, and running back. Shit, How are we supposed to remember anything? <laughs> it, nothing. We remember none of those things. Damn. We can't remember. That's the way it is. That was some truth right there. Yeah, it's real truth. Yeah. Shit. Have you guys ever met each other in a whole? Did you ever hit? Like, was there? A, we played together. Yeah, we played against each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A few times. Well, again, well, here's the deal. You mentioned it earlier. We don't. You talk about the other team. Worrying about that guy, that's that guy. When you say, like, okay, make sure 
as a running back, you're always yes. like, okay, where's the safety at? I'm not worried about the offensive line, the defensive line, because they're going to get blocked. And the also, because I think Westbrook's like, I'm going to get past the first two. Yeah, levels. I'm getting past yes. those guys. Yeah, I, but they got to read the safeties. Now. Right. I need to know For where sure. the safety's at and yeah. how fast he's coming, because that's the guy that can hurt you. That's oh, the yeah. shots that you don't see. And you're like, hold up. And that, that's when things get a little blurry. Being a Cali guy, was Ronnie Lott your number one? Uh, I had a couple other guys, too. Who? 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 So... A lot of people don't talk about like Martin Bayless and you know Dennis Smith mm-hmm. and guys like mm-hmm. that, man. Uh, Dennis Smith from from Denver was a good player. Yeah, man. sure. Yeah. Oof. Is it weird as as we all get older that we slowly forget people from the generations before? Is that weird for you guys to of see course. now? Because like I'm sure you played yeah. on some teams with guys where you're like, oh, people will never forget you, and then you name drop somebody, and it's like, who? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of stuff's not memorialized, right? So now we have all of the opportunity to, you know, record and yes. post and whatnot. So a lot of guys are falling in between the cracks, like uh, Dennis Smith. Nobody yeah. know, talks about him. They talk about Atwater still a little yes. bit. But these guys were, you know, incredible safeties. Um, uh, I think about, like, Rodney Harrison, oh, right? Sure, so yeah. uh, Rodney got known as a dirty player a little bit more than I oh, – well. He was a little bit on the edge, I guess, yes. for lack of better words. But Ronnie was a baller. I also am okay uh, with my safeties being dirty. Is yeah, that crazy? I mean, you want your safeties to you, be dirty. Yeah, like well, that's why they're there. Yeah. You want your safety to be respected. So that's what I was out there for every time. I mean, it, that's why I say if you were wearing my jersey, then I knew what I was supposed to be doing. I was doing it right, right? Because you want you. Well, the old football league was that guy will hit you, mm. and you know that wins games. I don't know how many games we won. Shit, no man, Brian Dawkins my oh, favorite player man. of all time. And what he did to Algie, oh, man. that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Intimidation was, it. was a big part of it. When I came out of college, you know, I, I didn't get drafted. So I only had three teams that worked me out. Since, I know who they were. The Giants, Cincinnati, and Oakland. That's mm. it. Not even the Vikings? No. No Vikings. And uh, it wasn't until I went to Kent. Uh, you guys, you don't know the story? Tell no. me. Oh, man, come huh. on, man. So I played this Dude, little. We, we, you I played, walked in. I'm so excited. Oh man, I played this. Um, I played Rover in college, uh, and what was really hurting me in college to get drafted was really a godsend because that's what a safety did in the NFL. So uh, I played Rover. So I was the weak side linebacker when we played two back teams, but then I had to go cover as a third nickel. When we went one-back teams sure. and we played in the whack, everybody was one back or, you know, if they went to two backs, I had to fit the run. That's like the most so I got, valuable position in yeah, football. Yeah, right so I got – I was a Swiss Army knife, so I got an opportunity to learn a lot of football, learn how to fit, know how the front, front was blocking and all that stuff. So – but I was 188 pounds, you know, 190. Yeah. You know, I think I it was 190 when I got out of college. So too small to play linebacker. They didn't really see me play corner, like not no nickel, right. for real. And then as a safety, they were like, ah, he's too slow, da, da, you know, just kind of neutral, right. <laughs> for lack of a better word. Right. And then I ran uh, 4-5-1 coming out of college. I wasn't like blazing. Right. So I went to Canada. I don't know, I get deep in it, but in, in the um, 1993, there was five Cam- uh, Canadian teams that were in the U.S. Wow. Sacramento, Vegas, Baltimore, I don't know. It was a couple other teams. And I went to the Sacramento team. No money in my pocket. Um, I actually stayed with a buddy of mine uh, that just got a job up there in Sacramento. And uh, 
stayed on his couch for a month, learned all the Canadian plays, about to go into my first game. And uh, they were like, uh, we actually traded you this morning. So I'm up there learning plays for a month. Yeah. <laughs> I bought me some new uh, Newman gloves. Uh-huh. This is old school. I'm walking to the stadium with Newman gloves that I just bought. And a coach calls me and he says, hey, man, we traded you. Uh, unfortunately, you can't even, you know, be on the sideline. You got to watch the game in the stands. And I'm like, what? Wow. Are you, huh? What? What is going on? I got my family, you know, my people there. Is, yeah, yeah, man. Sacramento watch from State. the stands. Yes. That's cold-blooded. So anyway, I went back, got back into school, begged my professors, uh, got all C's that semester. But what I did do, and it changed my <laughs> life and my career, I know, got all C's. All C's. Hey, man, yeah. Do what you had to do. Is I got on the track with Ron Sheffield, who is the sprint. Well, he's a track coach, track coordinator at UC Davis now. And a world-renowned sprint coach. And I started working with him five days a week, working out with Olympians at San Diego State. And uh, I did that all the way into April. And then that's when I got a call from uh, Gary Zauner, who just got the job as a special teams coordinator for the Vikings. And I was in great shape. I was running four fours, and I ran a few four threes. People keep laughing when they say that, but I was rolling. I was 190 pounds rolling. Technique. Oh man, you know, part of it was just me learning how to run. Uh, You know, just just learning how to run like a track. You know, yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, track run. He's a track guy, right? So. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. What What is like a one simple thing that people don't realize that track people do to make them faster than people that don't know how to run? Like what's like a simple thing? That you're well, doing? when you're running track, everything's forward. So there's no side movement. There's none of that. So everything is tight. Everything is tight. Straight ahead. All your so, energy is going yeah, forward. So your, your turnover as well. Yeah. You're picking your feet up, putting them down. Right. You're clawing the ground and ripping you're, it back. Yes. That's the other thing. Clawing the ground. You're coming back to the ground with your mm-hmm. foot rolling mm-hmm. already. As it's kind of like to, when you're learning how to play golf and someone's like, you actually have to swing down, not yeah, up. Right. Gotcha. Because right. it doesn't make sense. Okay. So then and, when you and, see and, like Tyreek Hill, you're like, oh man. Oh, he's and then no he's ground time. Right. Yeah. Like there's no ground time, right? <laughs> so football players, we want to be on the ground. We want to be able to cut. Track, it's no, I want to not be on the ground. Mm-hmm. I want to tap it and, and go, right? So anyway, I learned how to run and yeah. got that workout with the Vikings yep. and... Uh, you know, we, you, it's you another run, you long run the story. 40 and a coach looks at the stopwatch, shows it to somebody, and they're like, holy shit. And, you know, I remember, uh, so I missed a whole year of football, right? And then, um, uh, so the next year I come out, and I'm working out with the same, well, the new group of seniors. Sure. And that's when um, Sean Payton, who was a GA at our school, I don't know if you know that, but he was a GA when I was in college. Wow. The head coach of the Saints? Yes. Wow. Sean Payton. Yes. What? Yes. He was a graduate assistant at San Diego State when I was there. That's really cool. Yeah. So he was, he, you know, he was timing me. And um, he always says, man, Griff, you stole first base to get in. Because <laughs> I was out there a year later. Um, and so, anyway, that's that's how I got on the. What is it like to got see a chance him now? To, What's it like to see Sean Payton as one oh, of the best man, coaches in the NFL? It's my boy. He deserves. It. He's a smart, dude. And Always he's one of the been best in hangs in the NFL too. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, most definitely. I want to know about Randy. What was Randy like those first couple of years <clears throat> in Minnesota? I mean, obviously he was a little raw, but when you saw that type of talent, because we the league hadn't seen a big guy that can run that type of fast since yeah ever really. Yeah, but a you know, big guy that can actually get low and change directions uh-huh. and go, too. Uh-huh. So that's the thing that people, they go, oh, he's big, he's fast. No, but Randy used to be able to cut 
and change directions like a little guy. Uh, but and I, I was telling you last night, uh, Lef, is that uh, when I saw Randy, I was like, man, this guy's gonna get broke up, man. Yeah. I was like, this dude is six four, yep. don't weigh nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't see no muscles. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, long muscles, right. but I don't see nothing. He looks like he's playing basketball. No protection, yeah. right? First day of one on ones, I knew that he was the guy. Oh man. I went over to Chris. I tapped Chris. I was like, what? He was like, yes. Yeah. You know, Chris, the uh-huh. guy. Yes. <laughs> like, and so it was like dead set immediately. Everybody oh, man. was like, we, star. We, we knew right away. He was going to take the top off, and Chris was going to do his work. And I, I really believe, and I know Chris was here, he should acknowledge this, is that Randy actually helped him. Of course. Propel that. I'm sure. Seat. Yeah. But when, yeah, when you have a rookie that comes in that's so great, but it's so in the nature of sports to kind of give the rookie a little bit of a hard time, how do you balance between being like, you're fucking incredible and you're still a rookie? Like, how do you balance? Uh, it, Moss didn't really go through a, any of the rookies. Because he was I mean, on the edge, too, though. Like, it was yeah, kind of like, yeah. But, I mean, the dude scored 17 touchdowns his rookie year, man. I guess I, I meant more training camp stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah well, uh he did, I will say, he did sing. Okay. I'm trying to remember what he sang. <laughs> so, you know, you know, the typical rookie stuff. Yeah. Stand on your chair. Give me a, you know, don't give me no rap song. Send me some R&B, right. fight song, something. And that's when Randy had that severe West Virginia accent. Yes. Like, the, that accent was coming he through. He had the gold teeth, had the gold yeah. teeth in there, yeah. too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. Real raw. All right. Uh, reach in there. You're going to do... Um, the Count from Sesame Street. I just, I literally just saw this on Wikipedia. You appeared in Sports Illustrated for women? Uh, yeah, it was just. Give them what they want. Give them what they want. Little modeling, hey. Well, let's see. Yeah. The more you could do, man. If you see his family, like, the entire family is attractive. A good looking family? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're, they're My like, nieces are beautiful. Like, man. If, you, if you looked up, like, Jeez. Atlanta Magazine, right, right, here's right. Griff and his family, you'd be <laughs> like, model. this okay. is casting. Okay. This uh, isn't real. It all makes sense. Now. He was yeah. in, and he wore, what was the other one that you probably saw in there, too? He was rocking bad boy clothing. He was also oh, played yeah. along. Well, they actually in them, you know, they he was a model for UFC now. Yeah, yeah, they're in UFC now. They yeah. kind of switched hands a few times. Gotcha. You was in a remake of Shirley Murdoch's As We Lay. Oh yeah, that's what? what's going Vivica, on here. With Vivica, one of my favorite songs. Like, what's going on here? With Kelly Price did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viv. Look at that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? That was a, back in the day. It's a little this thing. A, this is a big deal right here. Yeah, it's a big deal. Man. All right, so that was fun. Read this as the the count. Oh, the counts. Like the one, How two. many times? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to do that. How, uh, how many elements <laughs> That's from you. the peri- periodic table can you name in one minute? Okay. How many? We're going to all do this together. We all did this in chemistry. When we were in like junior high. We've never had to think about it oh, again. Wow. How many elements from the periodic table can we name? I'm going to time it. Wow. Ready, set, go. Oxygen, okay, helium, good. helium, hydrogen, argon, potassium, argon, potassium in there. Uh, zinc, uh, zinc, zinc, magnesium, copper, copper, you guys silver. Sure. Yep, plutonium, gold. Gold's in plutonium, there. Uranium, uranium. Yep. Titanium. Uh, well, why, why am I not doing this? I <laughs> Titanium. That definitely. That magnesium. Yep. 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 Uh, Pretty sure we said that. Westbrook, pick your fucking I, game up. Cesium. Uh, what? There's another one in there. Is there? Guy we have uh, Google now. Hydrogen, oxygen, carbon, carbon. 
Stop repeating the I'm, things I'm, I'm just saying. trying to think of things while you're repeating. Like Guys, we have 10, nitrogen. 20 seconds. Nitrogen, nice. good one. Um, ah, shit. Hydrogen fluoride. fluoride. We already did those. Don't know if that's one. Fluoride is definitely <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank? Why, why, why do we even have the periodic because table? It's, why, because it's the elements that make up the universe. Yeah, nobody ever Six uses seconds. that. Nobody ever one uses more. that. One more. We're going to get one more. Uh, is boron on there? Nailed it. Boron. Yes. Boron. Never even that heard of good. that. Boron. Oh, boron's <laughs> one that you should always remember because it was so fun. Because you look at your friend and be like, you're a boron. Yeah. Yeah. You we were did. the boron of that segment. <laughs> Golly. Come on, man. I have what, no what clue what's what on what the periodic table. On what voice should uh, he do, Griff? This is the last one. <laughs> do the uh, what voice? Unless you have a good one that a fan submitted that you should do. Um, you know the fan that submitted these is our, our good friend Woody. Really? Yes. Woody. Oh, Woody. She did her makeup. Yeah, did our makeup. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she's great. She's awesome. She is great. But she... I'll listen to you do Arnold Schwarzenegger again. Oh, oh man. Come on, bro. <laughs> great. The best part about saying do Schwarzenegger is that other people do it because they're excited yeah. about it. All right. How does ah. he got do it again? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Chopper. No. Uh, all right. Ah. Uh, what's the largest animal that you could run on a football field <laughs> doing a game that you wouldn't actually be afraid of? Uh, what's the smallest animal where you would be afraid of? Stupid questions. I love that you can't read. Here. <laughs> hey, what, what, that's exactly what this thing said, that you wouldn't be afraid of. What's the largest animal that you wouldn't be on the so football? So this is because of. of Monday Night Football, yes. where the cat ran on the field. Yes. Hey, you see nobody went after that cat, I'm though. not touching that Nobody cat. even bothered. Cat without a leash? Get the I got, yeah, have no, you ever gotten sliced up by a cat? Yeah. I have. If it was a nope. man running on the field, everyone was trying to tackle him. What? Yes. The little cat, they were like, nope. No, didn't even take a step towards it. Well, they knew cat. they were gonna get. They knew they were gonna get shook up too. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if you get crossed up by oh, a man, cat? Oh man, he was getting crossed up. You're going on every highlight reel. You're getting crossed up. Yeah, yeah you reach right. He goes oh, left. Yeah, so gone. the question is, what is the biggest animal that would surprisingly go on a field that you would not be afraid of, and what's the smallest animal that you would be afraid of? I'll start. If there was a scorpion on the field, I'm not gonna be the one to get scorpion it. on the field. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about scorpions? Yeah, Westbrook, are you just, pro I'm scorpion? I'm, I like scorpions. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an animal fan. No, you got, yeah. huh? That's I, not an animal. That's, that's a, an animal. That's an insect with an exoskeleton. Okay, what about a tarantula or something like that? I'm not a, a brown spider fan. Spider, yeah, spider yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. Like spider's up. a little creepy. Who kills the spiders in your house? Uh, me. I have no choice. My wife is definitely afraid. And my son is, too. He's Why not afraid is it that when I kill a spider, I want credit? Like, when I kill a spider, I want my fiance to be like, I appreciate you. And she's like, yeah. I Ain't use, I use uh, the... The spray? No, oh, you're the, not even squishing the them vacuum. up? What? You Have vacuum you ever them sucked up? a vacuum? Oh, it's great. You got a fly? Vacuum. Mine. What? Yeah, let's see. What's see, wrong with that? Yeah, but, but when I kill it, I always do it for way too long. I'm yeah. always like, ah. Make sure he's dead. Because spiders are tricky. They can get flat. So you try I to would, kill them. I would not be They're afraid no if a cow... I know Griff has to leave soon. I would not be afraid mm. if a cow walked on the field. I would I would tip the cow. Yeah. Cow. I like that. Cow. Big animal. Cow, good. cow might be the one. That was good stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's the smallest animal? You said, did you say? He said a scorpion. A scorpion. Eh. Well, I think spider might be the answer for all three of us. Eh. I don't think any of us are spider nah, guys. Nobody's messing with spiders, yeah. yeah. A little snake. Nah. Something like that. Yeah, I'm not touching snakes either. Yeah. Ooh, let's end on that. Yeah. What, are, what, are your, what are your irrational fears that... Really scare the crap out of you. Spiders is up there for me. Is it? 
It is. I, I've never been in a situation where I've been like terrified, but it's also one of the few times where I'm like, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. 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 I'd say spider. I think snakes for me. And I'm not like I'm not scared to touch a snake, but when they're around and because you have like a horse around, farm, so yeah. like there's so gotta be all the time, the but it's like, eh. yeah. Let them have this. You snakes. ever see the video of Eric Berry, deathly afraid of horses? No. Tonight, to all the listeners out there, to you two, just type in Eric Berry horse mm-hmm. and watch him at a Broncos game, freaking out because they run that horse on the field, yes. Wow. Yes. losing his shit. Yeah. <laughs> he is deathly afraid of Come horses. Come on, man. We had, I had a world-class athlete on my horse farm. When it begged me to ride horses with her, and she's a world-class Olympic athlete. I won't tell your name. Simone Biles. I will not tell your name. Jackie Joyner. She got on the horse and started crying, freaking out. I can't believe it. he's running. He's running. I'm like, I'm literally standing here holding the damn horse, freaking <laughs> out, crying. Get me off this thing, going crazy. Jumped off the horse. Literally jumped off the horse. I think my fear is going to a restaurant curated by Brian Westbrook. Yes. It would be all good food, but it wouldn't be a lot. I mean, I don't know. I, you know what Man, I like? Bro. I like those plates with with the little separating separated compartments because I don't like stuff touching each other either. So you're like at Thanksgiving? Oh no! You I'm gonna, wanted, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know, eat huh? a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and then I'm gonna get a new plate and then eat the other stuff that I haven't eaten already. Where do you think this all comes from, man? I like hot stuff together. Like I like cold stuff together. Don't I don't like. like, don't like I don't like. like I don't like nuts and See, cookies because soft stuff doesn't belong. With the hard Do you like cookie, the, the a hot nut. apple pie and vanilla ice cream? No, that that works. That okay. works good. Yeah, but I'm just an American. Out, American. I'm just trying to figure dessert. out how you would make a nice Thanksgiving Day plate and not have the food touching. Like, I don't how like do you it. get down? I don't. I don't want it to be integrated. I want it to be separated. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I, want it, I want it to be separated. And that's Brian Westbrook, everybody. Hey, I'm just, it's just the rules. Chocolate and the peanut don't go together. the fucking man. I appreciate uh, you guys. Man. I, I, I say this when I, I mean this when I say this. We did not even get into one ninetieth of your story, from your work with the NFL and how you've looked after players to all of your post career stuff to like <clears> your <throat> entire career. I wanted this to be fun, but you have an open invitation to come back whenever. Awesome. Uh, and I respect both of you guys because you, I think you're both examples of people that once the career is over has found your other lanes. And I think that's, that's it's nice. pretty beautiful because I think that there's, and this isn't just athletes. I think there's a lot of people that look at their current situation. They go, I feel stuck. And I look at both of you guys and I, you go like, no, I'm going to figure this shit out. And I respect you guys. Oh, most definitely. Appreciate that, man. But Thank Griff, you. go make some money because I know that's what you're going to uh, do. You're the fucking man, brother. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you, Appreciate man. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks Good for having you, me, guys. All right, Big shoulder pads back in the day, too. Oh, man. The biggest. Like, out here. Oh, you were the opposite of Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett had those, ti- oh, those man. tiny shoulder pads. Oh, man. He got kicker pads on. So you had the big ones. Well, everybody had on bigger pads. Back in the back day. Then. That's right. Yeah. More surface, more hitting. Uh-huh. Let that wood. Griffith's the man. And then as we get done the interview, by the way, thank you to, to Robert Griffith. Yeah. Uh, he really did, like, I saw him last night. And I was like, do you want to come on? He was like, sure. Um, we were looking his stuff up afterwards. Incredible dude. He like, does, what were some of the stuff you found? He does so many things. I mean, obviously, he, he sent a bunch of kids to school, to college. He was a Minnesota man of the year. He was I an mean, NFL man of the NFL year. NFL man of the year. I mean, he did 
Listen, man, anytime you give back to communities like that, drug rehab, stuff like that, to me, that's amazing because that's giving back when you don't have to. He was rich, had everything ahead of him, and he gave back of himself, and he didn't really didn't have to do that. Griffith I appreciate that. Griffith was that guy that when I was watching the NFL, he was always looking like the wise vet. Uh-huh. Like he was always the dude that would have the defense in the right order. I didn't ask him, but I, if I were to interview him again, I would want to about just Darren Sharper. Just all the shit that happened there and being like, did you ever think that that would happen? Just because I'm still surprised about all that disgusting. You know what's weird? I, I, um, so Darren Sharper went to uh, William and Mary and we used to, they were in our league. And so we were kind of, not that we were great friends, but we were closer because him and Sharper, that was the Vikings. Yes. They were good. And they were very, very good. And he's a man of the year. And Darren Sharper is spending like the rest of his life in prison. Long time. Yeah. 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 It's just, and you think like, so I just, I wasn't going to talk about that the first time. No, you didn't want to. No, no, no. No, I want to have a good time. But you, there's no way you could have seen table that. You didn't see that coming. No one saw that coming, though. Yeah, of course not. But this is a good dude right here, man. I mean, you're talking about yeah, all like the I different things. Yeah, like I came back in here and Westbrook was like, did you know all the stuff that he did? They're like, yeah, he's an amazing guy. He's sending Viking challenge. I mean, he's doing a bunch of stuff. And he still is. Obviously, he's a cyclist as well. I mean, all over the place. And then the other thing that I saw when I walked in here was Westbrook trying to learn all the periodic tables. Yes. So which ones are the ones that you missed that you're like, Um, There's a bunch of them that I had no clue were even on the periodic table. Let's read Brian Westbrook, surprising periodic elements. Um, Number one. Oh, man. You can't pronounce any of these. Try. (laughs) Try, okay. Actium. Ooh. That's no. great. Number two. Aluminum, obviously we know that. Americum. Americum. It's very prideful, but sometimes a little bit too focused on Antimony. Antimony. No, no There's clue. no way you're reading these correctly. I have no... We'll uh, try another one. Yeah. Get all the A's, maybe. Calcium's in there. Yep. Californium. Ooh, yeah, it's a little bit crunchy. Sometimes it doesn't give Carbon's full effort. in there. Lazy. Chlorine. 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 like I'm reading. Copper. You know those. Yep, yep. Um... Maybe go to the maybe a little bit later. Gold, helium, hydrogen. Got those down. Iron. There's a bunch of them that I just didn't know. Lead, lead's on there. Did you believe that? Lead. Yeah, no, I do. Lithium. Neon, I bet you. I bet you. I nickel. Should have got that one. Lead is PB, right? Lead is PB. Yeah. How did you know that? You seem to be like a nerdy type of guy in school. Were you? Were you get good grades or not? You're telling me just because I knew that lead was PB, yeah. you're going to call me a nerd? Were you? Did you get good grades in school? This is who I was. I was. Yeah, I mean, well, you got to just give an explanation. Just answer. Did you? I am a solid B plus student okay. that did not do a lot of studying. Yeah. But I was able to use context clues and my incredible street skills. Street skills. To do well on tests. I think I was a pretty good student. I was a lot better at math than I was at English. Me too. So the sciences I was good at. You know what I was? I was, I was one of these kids that I always did my homework and always paid attention in class. I never studied though, which to me worked for me. Did you have people take tests for you? In college? Excuse me? I went to a, a, a institution of higher learning. And I don't know. And if did you know people help you cheat at the The Villanova University learning? Institution of Higher Learning. And you live in the area, so you know how good of a school it is. So, no, we didn't I just cheat. know that you guys were always top ranked in certain categories. Absolutely. The most, business school, nursing. People. What? <laughs> Villanova's always like top five in most attractive people. Of course. What do you mean? 
in you were there, which be. means that, like they really had to step it up. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would look good if I was there. I just went online, and the first thing I saw was Bill Polian admits, quote, I was wrong about Lamar Jackson. I'd like to do a follow-up called Time Out. People listen to what Bill Polian had to say. <laughs> Bill Polian, why are you asking? Why did you ask? Who asked him that question? Well, no, Bill Polian had a thing when Lamar was coming out that he thought he should have been more of a wide receiver. Yeah, of course. There are not often times where people have takes that are remembered as being so bad that that defines their, like, take career. Like, there was a time for Colin Cowherd where his John Wall takes, he could not get away from it. Bill Polian is in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest football executives of all time. But for the rest of my life, I will know him as the guy that said Lamar Jackson should play wide receiver because he's black. There's a lot of guys that said that. Because yeah, he's black. But Bill Polian was the guy. He went all in. He was the face of the movement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uranium. Did we say that one? Yeah. Ten. I'm just saying, man. There's there's some motherfuckers just yelled. We should, we should we should we should do more of this because I'll tell you right now, there's a bunch of these. ninety five percent of these no one can pronounce. I guarantee you that. No no one can. It's not they're not even English words. These are just words that they're little <laughs> letters that are put together that don't even make sense. This is the periodic take was dumb. <laughs> periodic take was dumb. It is, man. I literally just said that some people have takes that will define this is them. Dumb. What, and I think we may have just found yours. Do you, Brian Westbrook, quotation mark, the periodic table is dumb, end quote, unquote. I, I'll guarantee you this. There, here's, let me ask you this. All right, this is going to go out to the 33%. Here's a, here's a question. How much, or how many times have you even thought about the periodic table as an adult? I think when someone goes, ooh, that's some high-quality H2O, I go, okay, so that's two hydrogens exactly. and one oxygen. You never think of it. Nobody ever uses it. You, you learned it in the seventh grade, and you never use it again. That means it's useless. So I love that. That's like a very popular take, which is like, why don't you teach me how to pay my mortgage? No, 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 no. explain to me no. division. No, but yeah, no, this is pointless. This is a great example of something that, unless you're going to be a scientist, little kids, don't bother to learn it because you're wasting your time. What are you going to do when your kids come to you and they say, I need to learn the periodic I'm table? I'm like, son, day. don't waste your time. You got bigger things, bigger fish to fry. Don't waste your time. And exactly. He's going to be working at McDonald's. Go get your football, fish. son, like I told you. That's what <laughs> Get your golf club and your baseball, son. Chargers, Raiders make a pick. Thursday night football. Chargers, Raiders. Chargers had a big win this past week. I'm going Raiders. So do the Raiders. I'm going Raiders. I like Raiders. What's really interesting is whoever wins this team is secretly in the NFL, the playoff picture. Yes. And whoever loses it is secretly. So, like, the Chargers are four and five. The Raiders are four and four. Raiders, their first home game, win a shootout with the Lions. Chargers, everyone's going, uh uh-oh. Maybe we shouldn't have slept on them. They're four and five. So if the Chargers win, they go to five and five. Mm-hmm. Then the AFC, they're in it. Raiders, they win. They're five and four. Well, think about this. The Chargers, they got their pass rush back. So Ingram, as well as Bosa, they look explosive this past week. This is going to be a secret they look Thursday good. night football game. Keenan Allen's healthy. Mike Williams is healthy. And Melvin Gordon came back to life. I know. So offensively and defensively, they look much better. And I thought coming into the season, they would be much better than they are. Early on in the season, they struggled. You go. You went Chargers? I went Raiders, but now that I'm thinking about it, I, I certainly can see why I would choose Chargers as well. So. I'll bet you a money that the Raiders win. You taking, where's the game at? In, uh, Oakland. in Oakland? I'll take that. You'll take the Chargers? Yeah, I'll take Chargers. A money. A money. Thank you. Yes. I'll take that. At this point, you owe me like three monies at this point. I And you're going to come can't... in on Monday with your little phone and your little recordings, and it's going to be... You make up crap evidence. Yes. <laughs> no, I respect your your past uh, 
You're, fucking periodic table. Love you guys a lot. If you root for the Chargers, it means you're rooting for Westbrook. If you root for the Raiders, that means you're rooting for me. Go pick a go side. Bolts. For Westbrook. The Rocket Man. I am the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. <laughs> you waiting for the beat to drop. Yeah. I like that, man. Uh, shout out to Robert Griffith. Uh, let me see what his Twitter handle is really quick. He's a great dude, man. Great dude. He's model. Like, he is truly an old head. That, Actor. Like, I wouldn't say that to his face. Uh, Griff 24-7. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, that's his handle. He's truly an old head that I would want to advise me in my life. Like, if I had an issue, I'd be like, Griff, I got I got to need help. He's so calm, too. Like, yeah. Look, look bro. That's don't the even, Cali in him. Don't even waste your time. Don't even waste your time. That is the Cali in him. Bigger pads, bigger heads. <laughs> yes. Peace out, homies. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>